0: Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom
2: On today's wrestling news, Antonio Inoki has died.
3: Warner Brothers Discovery apparently attempted to convince Cody Rose to stay in AEW. WWE are concerned about Randy Orton's injury. And a
2: huge mask versus AEW career match is set for next week's rampage. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Jareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of each of today's stories. Subscribe to the channel and links to each story are in the description. The time the timestamps and off you go. But first up, some sad news and the legend, absolute massive legend, Antonio Inoki has died aged 79. Uh, he's been battling some health uh, conditions for quite some time now, but he was a huge, huge figure in Japanese pro wrestling and just pro wrestling in general uh, and a WWE Hall of Famer as well to boot. Um, so, not only was he a huge, huge star in his own right in terms of wrestling, he also founded New Japan Pro Wrestling back in 1972. He was a, a massive early pioneer of uh, mixed martial arts, bringing in sort of wrestlers together with like top champions from karate and judo, and most famously, probably boxing, when he obviously faced Muhammad Ali back in 1976 when he fought him to a draw. Uh, He also then entered the world of politics after doing his um, wrestling run, uh, championing sports and peace um, throughout his uh, political career. He went to Iraq to negotiate the release of uh, Japanese uh, citizens who were held hostage there. Went to North Korea a bunch of times. He wrestled in the main event of the highest attended pro wrestling event in history in North Korea, where he faced Ric Flair. He beat Ric Flair in the main event in front of a reported 190,000 people, which is absolutely insane. Um, and he tried to use sort of sports to bring people together in North Korea, and also, he also negotiated the release of um, Japanese citizens who have been abducted to the North uh, while he was there as well. So he's had this insane career that spanned all these different things, and an absolute huge star and a massive name in the world of pro wrestling. And he has unfortunately died, age seventy-nine, obviously, and it's just a, it's just a sad thing. It really is, and I think
3: it's always a testament to the individual when you see. The, the the widespread of how many people, how many different people from different walks of life within the wrestling world are quick to pay tribute. Do you know what I mean? The people like Triple H is very quick to put a tweet out. I think they, they talked about it on SmackDown. Tony Khan did uh, something yeah. similar as well. And everyone's just in shock a little bit because he is such a massive figure within wrestling like you're saying he, he forged one of the biggest companies one of the most uh, ever present companies within wrestling ever New Japan it's just been so long running long standing and then you look at what he did within the ring himself it's just for, there are very few figures like that who've just been crossover stars as well and just had the the kind of fingerprints on so many different parts of not just wrestling but combat sports in general he was heavily involved with pride and stuff like that it's, he's a huge person huge personality and I don't know. It's 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 just one of those moments that 2022 just keeps on giving these shocking headlines that you didn't expect to read, and it's like, well, what do we do now? Just like we just got to celebrate these kind of figures and just tip the cap to all the good things they did, and yeah, it's just it's just one of those things. So. All of our respects, like we just said there, to Anoki uh, to and all of his family. But in other news, in other news within the wrestling sphere currently, one of the biggest stories that happened, again, over the course of 2022 was Cody Rhodes moving over to WWE. But it's now been reported by Fightful Select, according to a number of Warner Brothers Discovery sources, that they are actually trying to keep order Cody Rhodes and trying to make him stay, not make him stay, but convince him to stay within AEW and not go to WWE said that several efforts were made to keep the American Nightmare from kissing goodbye to all elite wrestling. And um, even though he said that he was said to have had a pretty good relationship still with Warner Brothers uh, Discovery, him and Brandy, um, the likes of the Associate General Manager and Senior Vice President of Scripted Original Programming for TBS, TNT and True TV, Sam Linsky, were of the many people who were said to have tried to convince him to stay put, but... Like, it just didn't really work, did it? He was saying, people, saying to people that it was just time to leave the territory. Typical old school Cody Rose, just feeling it was time to move on to the next territory, brother, and all that kind of stuff, but... It was just one of those things. It, it, it's a really interesting one to, to break down because it, within this report as well, it says that um, he only actually signed for WWE a couple of weeks before WrestleMania, but WWE themselves were thinking this is a foregone conclusion. He wants to come back and they were quite happy to do that. But just as Warner Brothers and Discovery merged, that's when this like new like conglomerate, this new kind of like... Uh, combined company were thinking right we'll try and get Cody together and this was outside of AEW they were trying to tell him to stay put really because they could offer him so many different opportunities they were already connected to a number of different tv shows Brandy and Cody and there was talk of them being apparently a part of the upfront um Like for the next kind of like batch of television, everything else. And it wasn't really known whether this was to do with AEW or or the other shows that they were a part of, or maybe even both. But they, they felt like a really vital part of what Warner Brothers Discovery were trying to build going forward. And they openly admitted that they wanted him back, but that it wasn't a deal-breaker to keep AEW the thing that it is right now, keep it going, keep it ticking over, because they are very happy with AEW still and their viewing figures, specifically September, which were pretty damn good. So I think this is just an interesting, another wrinkle to everything that was going down with Cody Rhodes um, in the lead-up to his departure from AEW to go to WWE.
2: Yeah, it's interesting this, I think it's quite rare when the TV company is the one fighting for the wrestler to kind of stay on that brand, uh, but it's kind of obvious that they were high on Cody yeah. throughout all this, like, and Brandy as well, like, they, they had the Go Big Show yeah. thing, and he-, he on like the some other... Yeah, that's the one, and mm. uh, he was like a host on some other, um, like, celebrity yeah. you know, panel show thing or something wasn't he like um so he had he had a bunch of things going on outside of the wrestling world but he's a he's a wrestling guy he's from the wrestling family he's always going to be the wrestling guy uh, and obviously the draw of sort of that match at wrestlemania and the run he had in wwe was mm. too strong mm-hmm. uh, even for all his uh, outside career choices um so hopefully yeah he just picked the best thing for him he obviously did it seems like he did uh, and went All credit to him, considering the offers that must have been on the table on the other side.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? rocketmoney.com slash
3: wrestling. Yeah, he could have been this huge crossover. He already was to a certain degree, that big crossover star for AEW within Warner Brothers, so it takes some serious guts just to go, you know what, I don't want to be the face of AEW and Warner Brothers, I want to go back to WWE and bet on myself, so fair play to him to be honest.
2: But moving over to WWE for a bit and Randy Orton's back injury, he has been out since the May 20th episode of Smackdown when he lost the Tag team titles, but Meltzer is now reporting that apparently backstage within WWE there is a lot of concern uh, with regarding Orton's back injury and its severity. Um, so not a lot of information to go on on this, just cause for concern within WWE. There were reports back in June that if he did need surgery uh, for his back injury, he would end up being out for the entirety of 2022 uh, too. But there's no word yet on if he's had the back the surgery or not had the surgery. Um, but it's, it's just generally not looking great for Randy Orton's back injury, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, I, I think I remember when uh, Riddle came out on Raw a, couple, a week or two maybe after he'd, he'd actually gone down injured and talked about how bad the back injury was. And a lot of us would kind of sat there thinking, oh yeah, it's just a way of selling it and adding more storyline weight to things. But with this report, it's a bit like, oh, did, did Riddle know something we didn't? Like, that's... I hope he's all right, obviously, because he's an absolute legend and he's he's worked a style for like so many years that seemed to prevent this sort of injury, let's say, because he seemed to be working for so long and putting on so many like decent performances because he wasn't just breaking his body in half. But it looks like something has been kind of accumulating over the years. And yeah, it's one of them. You can't You can't escape a bump. That's it. So hopefully... Yeah, just hopefully he's all right. It's one of them. I mean, first and foremost, you want a decent quality of life. Wrestling's second to that. So as long as he's can get himself fit enough to enjoy the rest of his life, that's what's most important. If he can wrestle after that, that's great. But I was just hoping that Mr. Orton is okay to just be the viper he is and just be snaky outside of wrestling. But um, I don't know how this links to that, but uh, we're going to talk about AW Rampage because... There's been a pretty interesting match that's been announced for this week, and I didn't see it coming, but it's going to be a mask versus Andrade Leaves AEW match. That's, that's pretty much how it's like set out on, on Twitter. It's very odd. Could you
2: not oh. tell by the storyline leading up to that? Of
3: course. <laughs> well, there's been something of a storyline. Don't know if it's necessarily played out on all elite programming, but Andrade's kind of been fueling the flames of being maybe one of the individuals who's looking to get out of AEW right now. Recently, he's been doing a hashtag free El Eidolo thing on Twitter. I think he put an image, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before of him literally doing the DX chop thing so he's, he knows what he's doing you know what I mean like a lot of people have been saying he's not been utilised well enough on AEW all this kind of stuff I think I read a stat of like out of the 14 matches he's had in AEW like 7 of them have been multi people matches like just that kind of stuff it doesn't seem like he could be too happy right now so Tony Khan has doubled down on this speculation and made this match and on the other side of the coin which adds a bit more emotional weight to things it's going to be the 2 year anniversary of the late Mr Brody Lee's final match in AEW so 10 is putting the mask that Brody gave him on the line here. So that's a massive thing as well. So you've got two two stakes there on either side of the match that are quite easy to invest in. So he's got me. My God, he's got me.
2: Yeah, it's an uh, interesting one. This one, in terms of the television, it's come out of completely yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, I mean, if Andrade is like unhappy about his position, it's kind of warranted. Like mm-hmm. he's been there for a long time, they've done very, very little mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just one of those things that happens when you have a roster as big <laughs> as AEW has. Like these things are gonna happen. Um, so it makes like, in terms of like me personally it makes no sense to keep these people around yeah, when you're not yeah. going to be using them and it's just going to make them disgruntled which is going to make them upset backstage which is going to add to sort of just jumble dissies in the locker room um, so if this is a way of writing him out then like great at least the right, they can go off and do whatever it is and he wants to do whether it's in like AAA or maybe WWE or whatever um, and if not then at least it's like a storyline that's bringing it in mm. and then like maybe he does win and then they just use it as an excuse to unmask 10 to make him more of a character on screen. Who the hell
3: knows? But there are possibilities, Phil, and that's what's most important right now. There's something that to watch and be excited about so yeah indeed
2: so, yeah. it is definitely interesting if nothing else but moving over to your Twitter questions and the video uh the first one comes from uh Retina who says it's been a while since Charlotte was on TV but considering she has pretty much done it all in WWE now what's really left for her she's beaten pretty much everyone headlined events etc would have moved to another company to help her career as unlikely
3: as that is to happen. I Yeah, I, I, I agree with that last sentiment, really. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But I was thinking about this the other night. It's like if, if Andrade... Not just Andrade. I'm I, Automatically, I'm jumping ahead to something later on in my point. But if Charlotte was to come back, she's kind of faced everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things, I think Bianca Belair, maybe the, the the most fresh idea that I could think of, the, the, the forefront of my mind. But maybe... There's some clout backstage to nudge Mr. Papa H into bringing her husband into the company and then they could do something, have like a partnership. I I, I don't know. She, she's been very vocal about the fact that she does miss not traveling around with him and having that person on the road with her, so... I, you could see it happening, maybe just to link it with that the the match that's just been announced on on Rampage. But outside of that, she she's literally faced Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch both at WrestleMania. She's faced Sasha Banks technically at WrestleMania within an epic triple threat. The Bailey stuff, maybe. But I feel like that that was that was like at the center of Bailey's heel turn, if I remember rightly. Like that 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 was a big thing. So she's done that as well. I don't know. It's it's one of them. Like maybe it's like new talent coming up from NXT like the, the new people that have come back to WWE recently which I'm sure you're pretty excited about there's a potential matchup there already
2: uh, yeah 100% Candice LeRae put her back in and against Candice like, proper like hot white meat like fiery baby mm-hmm. facing Candice right? Uh going up against the like the established queen established, shield established, better yeah. than everyone yeah. Charlotte massively established mm-hmm. on the main roster. I think that's the position I would use Charlotte yeah. in within WWE I don't see her going anywhere else i just i don't know why she just seems like a bit of a life especially if uh like reports about andrade not being happy or true then she's gonna obviously hear that and think oh maybe i don't want to go there um but uh yeah use her as this massively established top tier star that new younger people like can kind of kind of she can elevate them and then they have to eventually like go through her to reach the next level like use it to lift up the rest of the roster like there's a bunch of new people coming through like a to cut back rodriguez um like shotzi as well kind of like a renewed like push for shotzi uh it'd be Mm -hmm. an interesting thing because i think she only ever really got squashed by charlotte and that's about it Uh uh, originally um, so there is like new things that you can do there but like yeah use it to elevate people uh, rather than just put her at the top of the card and leave her at the champion forever and ever and ever like they have done in the past but there's yeah. definitely definitely a lot of upside for Charlotte so uh, the next question comes from Brennan Mammering who says uh, what's your favourite non-world championship title design ever ooh
3: that is interesting I mean for me I, I was I kind of grew up enjoying wrestling and becoming a fan of wrestling when the the like ovalish intercontinental championship was a thing, you know the one before Cody Rhodes changed it. It was great. I love that. Always makes me think of Shelton Benjamin. Don't know why. So I like
2: that one. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah that was one of mine as well. Always liked it. Um, uh, what else have we got? I always like the US title design. I think that's just always been.
3: Yeah, this the spinner, the John Cena one. Yeah, you look. Uh, lo- oh, not the, oh, not the oh, spinner oh, one. Oh. The other ones,
2: the other two, oh. uh, has always been nice, uh, and just leaving WWE the. Uh, the junior heavyweight title in New Japan is Mm -hmm. lovely. Yeah. Very, 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 very nice. nice Uh, But the final question was the best. Spin it, spin it, what? Spin it, yeah. Spin a US title, best title ever. Not. Uh, The final question today comes from Sean Merriman who says, what's the one wrestling move that you would hate to have to take? Mine is honestly the cannonball in the corner because it seems like it's always massive guys who do it. Like Ah. Kevin Owens and Brody King and it just looks Mm. violent as hell to be on the receiving end of that.
3: Don't like that, and that's made me think of the move that I really don't want to have done to me. No matter who's doing it, to be honest, because the person who's doing it right now seems like a lovely woman, but I don't want to get hip attacked by Tony Storm in the corner, ever. No, don't like it. I, d- I know there's like some dark arts that go into making it look as painful as it does, but I don't care. The way it looks terrifies me, and I don't want to have like my neck snapped back in between it. No, no, don't like it, that one.
2: Yeah, but, uh I would go with anything where your head is settling towards the ground with little chance to stop it. I remember my yeah. brother tombstoned me once when I was younger and it was terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, we had yeah, an interesting relationship. Um, yeah. And uh, so anything like that, uh, I don't like what the styles clash. I, I don't know why that just, Ooh. like, because you, your arms are locked back as well. That mm-hmm. just seems like absolutely terrifying. And if Osprey, you go full hours worth. That's not good. The Hidden Blade as well, yeah. Because you bad. just, you can't even see it coming to protect yourself. Yeah. I don't understand how people take that move and he searches into it so goddamn hard. Re- I don't understand Ace that yourself, move no. at all. Don't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah don't like so yeah, it. on that note, let us know in the comments below what your scariest wrestling moves are, do you think? Uh, and yes, subscribe to the channel, like the video. Like I say, comment down below about all of today's stories. Let us know what you think. Up to the and Dynamite are coming uh, brand-pages, anime, brand-pages, and front pages and on Smackdown are coming so check those out follow us on Twitter you can follow me at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04 and you can follow all of us at what Culture, WWE.
0: Uh, but most importantly have yourselves a bloody good day bye 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 bye